Sun, beaches, and Latin-inspired flavors are what people around the world call their vacation paradise. We call it home. Welcome to the weekly podcast that captures it all, The Scoop on Miami. Let's discover and rediscover Miami together with Ernie Emad, a 54-year resident of the Magic City, and Miami native, Lenny Rada, on The Scoop on Miami. And now, here's Ernie Emad and Lenny Rada. We are live from Coral Gables, Florida, episode number 12. We are three months into the scoop on Miami. And thank you for following our journey every single week on Fridays at Scoop on Miami on Facebook. I am Ernie Emad, your host and broker owner of One Premier International Realty. And I'm here along with my co-host. I'm Lainey Rada, leading edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. Nice and to be back. We are always so happy to see you, Lainey. So thank you for joining us every single week. How was your week, by the way? My week has been great. Very thank good. You. Let's start with an inspirational quote, shall we? Yes. We make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Winston Churchill, hmm. an interesting person. That is a very interesting person. You're not mm -hmm. kidding about that. So every week, um, by the way, don't forget to uh, visit scooponmiami.com and you can watch all the episodes there um, as well as listen to the podcast. You can also go to iTunes, but we'd like for you to share to like and to give us comments on our program. We, we like to read our comments on the air. We sure do. Every week, we go back a little bit in Miami history to kind of educate. So we like to educate, we like to entertain, and we like to be the voice for South Florida and the Miami businesses and allow all small businesses to broadcast their services and products. Tell us a little bit about today's Miami Rewind. Well, today we uh, go back to talk about a building that has a really important history here. And the word freedom in it, which is something that people have been talking about this week. So that's what made me think of it. So here's Lainey Rada's Miami Rewind. It's time to take a look back with Lainey Rada. With Lainey Rada. Miami, Miami Rewind. There's a 17-story ornate building in downtown Miami that stands out among all the shiny glass skyscrapers. Its cupola is a 225-foot tower that contains a decorative beacon. This icon is the Freedom Tower that represents faith and democracy brought to troubled lives. Located at 600 Biscayne Boulevard, the generosity of an American people and a hopeful beginning assured thousands of Cubans a new life in a new land. The Freedom Tower was designed by Schultz and Weaver and built in 1925. It's a fine example of Mediterranean revival-style architecture. In 1567, a Jesuit brother took some Tecasta Indians from the Miami River to Seville's Cathedral in Spain. 400 years later, and a mile north of the river, this structure came to be. The elements are borrowed from the Giralda Tower, a 13th century Muslim mosque that became a cathedral in Seville, Spain. The Freedom Towers registered on the U.S. National Registry of Historic Places and also listed as a National Historic Landmark in its role for hosting services for processing Cubans fleeing to Florida. 
It's etched in my memory because I got the day off from school in second grade to stand in the grand ballroom and witness my Cuban grandmother obtain her U.S. citizenship. The building was originally known as the Miami Metropolis, Miami Daily News, and later the Miami News Buildings in the 1920s and 30s. After that, the news built a plant more suitable for their production. From 1962 to 1974, the federal government used the building to process over 200,000 Cubans for their citizenship and provide medical and dental needs. After that major era ended, the government sold it to private buyers in 1974. The building has changed hands approximately seven times. In the years, it was vacant and fell into disrepair. In 1997, it was purchased by the Cuban-American businessman Jorge Mascanosa, whose family restored it and converted it to a memorial to the refugees that fled the U.S. from Cuba. There's a special mural that has been restored and is listed on the National Registry of Public Fine Art. It is named the New World Mural of 1513. It's one of the most notable aspects and can be found in the Grand Hall on the second floor. The 40 by 20 foot tapestry shows Ponce de Leon with a Tequesta Indian chief. There's a fantastical celebration of unity and fate. There are mermaids, fruit, sailboats, galleons, conquistadors, muskets and Indians in canoes. There's also a poem in the middle of it by Edwin Markham, the poet laureate for the Lincoln Memorial Address. A scene set for half a millennial ago. Ponce de Leon's ship logs record the first American town known as Tucastos, Miami. It was a village and fishing camp around Biscayne Bay on the Miami River in 1513. In 2005, Terra Group's father and son purchased it, which led to it being donated to Miami-Dade College. The agreement provided the college create a Cuban exile experience. It is currently used as a contemporary art museum with excellent exhibits on a rotating basis. I try not to miss a single one. The building is a real beauty any way you look at it, inside and out. It's open to the public and ready to welcome you to its unique history. That's the scoop. I like that story. I, I do have a great story to <laughs> talk about. And I did not know you were going to do uh, a segment on uh, the Freedom Tower. And that's a wonderful segment. I, I've been a radio junkie uh, uh, most of my uh most of my life, and uh, I used to play contests, call all these radio stations. It didn't matter if it was the Spanish language radio station, uh, an English radio station, won a lot of tickets and, and uh, contests on radio stations. And um, it was uh, WQAM. I won a, um, uh, a gift. It was a eight-track player, portable eight-track. And you remember, <laughs> if you went to the beaches, you, you didn't take your little uh, Walkman or anything like that. They it was this those. huge contraption that kind of opened up like a book. And in it was uh, uh, one eight-track. Um, I can't remember her name, but she sang uh, Downtown. Something Clark. Yeah. Uh, Petulia? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Something like that. I'm trying to remember. Boy, did I play that, uh, <laughs> I, I think, until it stretched. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of money to buy more uh, eight tracks. Uh, that's uh, so, where you picked it up, at the Freedom Tower. Yeah, that's a funny story. Uh, <laughs> 
Absolutely. Uh, so we have a wonderful show today. We have three guests, which epitomizes exactly what the Scoop on Miami is all about, right? Broadcasting right. and uh, highlighting small businesses in Miami. And this mm -hmm. is a wonderful company. It's a company that's been around for 12 years. It's a family-owned business. Um, and uh, we have today uh, with us uh, the branch manager over at uh, Paradise Grills. They're located in Pinecrest, uh, but they have over 20 locations nationwide, and they have just wonderful uh, grills and a complete setup. Uh, good afternoon, Riley Best uh, from Paradise Grills. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me today. Thank you so much for coming to the Scoop on Miami. Um, I know you've, uh, you're 25 years of age, but uh, you've been in sales uh, just about all of your life, um, uh, your adult life. Um, and now um, for the last uh, couple of years with Paradise uh, Grills. Tell us a little bit about Paradise Grills. Well, we are, like you said, a family-owned business. We're actually based out of Orlando, Florida, so we do everything here in our backyards. Um, but we actually manufacture outdoor kitchens is what we do. We prefabricate them. Uh, we do a mass production every single year. That way we can get them at better, cheaper wholesale rates. Mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, outdoor kitchen, you think you, uh, luxury outdoor kitchens, they tend to get pretty expensive. So we always want to deliver a uh, extremely high-end product at a, an extremely reasonable price. That way we're not just, you know, having to supply to the, I guess you could say the richer of Miami. We want to be able to get to the local communities and we don't want to be having people spend enormous amounts of out of their pocket to be able to go out back and enjoy an outdoor kitchen or go enjoy a good time with their family and have a great grilling experience out back. Um, so that's just kind of what we do is we'll, we'll mass produce outdoor kitchens. That way we get them at better, cheaper wholesale rates for the community. Um, that's kind of what we separates us from everybody else. We'll manufacture our own stuff. We're a private labeled company as well. Um, so we solely manufacture Paradise Grills and all of our own appliances in-house. That's fantastic. How did you get into the grilling business and what are some of your hobbies? Um, I actually was selling cars for a Nissan dealership back home in Fort Myers. And uh, I had a mentor that was in a network marketing company. I was a phenomenal mentor. I always kept great touch with him. And one day he happened to be getting an oil change on his Nissan. And um, I was definitely happy at my job, but you know, working in a car dealership, you tend to work a lot of hours. You're away from home a lot. I know a lot of salespeople can relate to stuff like that outside that industry, but the car industry is, it's very aggressive. Um, and I just, even as a young kid, the hours were beating me up hardcore. And Brian is his name. When he was getting his oil changed, he presented me with some opportunity. And I just had to take some time to look into it. And uh, I took some time and drove down to the showroom that he was operating down in Naples, Florida. And when I stepped in, it was just, uh, it was a whole different world. I stepped into a tropical paradise. Um, but he opened a light for me, a different path. They painted a, a very good picture for where this community or for where this company was going. Uh, the aspirations they had for it and the big plans they had for it. And there was just no way I could, you know, pass up on the opportunity they had put on my table. Um, but myself, I just, you know, I've always been involved in the sales business. It's been something I've always done since I've been 18 years old. I started out in the pharmacy industry and just couldn't find a happy place there uh, while I was going to school. So I just tried to give something else a try and sales was, was it for me. And I've been running with it since I do jujitsu uh, on the outside. Um, you know, we'll go help with the little kids. And then I train at a UCF gym or UFC gym here in Kendall. Um, so I just kind of spend my free time out in the gym or I'll be doing jujitsu. I do a lot of personal development. I'll listen to Grant Cardone on 
a daily basis <laughs> for sure. I know a lot of people are familiar with him here in our local area. Um, but yeah, I just, I came from the car business, so I was already in sales and this just really made sense for me. Uh, I was a little bit more time lenient. Our owners are phenomenal people. And he's really, once I got to meet our owner, he's just a fantastic person. Um, and he's really what sold me on this company. You know, he painted a very great vision for us. He gives back to a lot of different charities, which uh, just kind of stuck out to me. I'd never met someone that was so caring, one about his employees, but to the well-being of others outside his business. That's, that, that's really fantastic. I've got a, a slide up. Tell me a little bit about the products that you guys service. Uh, you have this wonderful system of FlexBuild where you can really uh, choose the configuration that is right for you. Yeah, yeah. Our FlexBuild system is absolutely amazing. It's like I was saying, you know, outdoor kitchens, people, they think they get really expensive. And we try to be in the market of inexpensive, but still delivering the most um, high-end product. Um, so our flex build system allows people to go online and actually build out their dream outdoor kitchen. And you can pick and choose your lengths, your options, different countertop options, different appliance options, and really just build exactly what you're looking to see out there. Um, you know, you can add entertainment packages via stereos, LED lighting on them. You have a couple different grill options. We offer Kamado grills that we manufacture as well. Mm. Hibachi grills, gas grills. Um, we have some new products that I can't talk about that are going to be coming out here in the near future. <laughs> um, so we're definitely excited for those. But our flex build system is already allowing us to go from pre fabricated units where we really went to uh it allows us to do custom design so anybody that's here in the local miami area you can stop by our showroom we can help you custom design your outdoor kitchen with our flex build system right on our online website um, that way you can see exactly what the cost is right there we're mm -hmm. always running discounts i know we just put up another father's day sale uh, that's going on right now on our online website so anybody can go on there right now build your dream outdoor kitchen from scratch with every option that you want we'll give it to you at the best possible price for father's day um, especially with the COVID-19 stuff going on. We really have the most phenomenal pricing just because we employ a little over 2,000 employees. We didn't want to close any of our doors or lay off any of our employees. So we've actually dropped the cost of our units. That way we oh, could accommodate so nice. for everything right now. Well, that's, um, that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. we, we, our owner really wanted to look out for everybody during these tough times. What, what product lines do you carry? Can you tell me about the modular systems? Yeah, so our modular systems are actually, they're uh, all paradise grills. So we actually, like I was telling you, we manufacture our own barbecues. We don't deal with any third-party vendors or anything like that. Just because we've kind of been in the business for so long, we have found what works and what really doesn't work. Um, so we like to be very particular about how our grills are made, how our structures are made with the outdoor kitchens. Um, so we do everything in-house from grill manufacturing to outdoor kitchen manufacturing to stainless steel manufacturing. That way we can keep it under one roof. We do back our equipment with lifetime warranties, uh, especially our structures on our outdoor kitchens. So we didn't want anybody to have to call like a third party and get like an automated system or anything like that. So we wanted to keep it all under one roof. And then on top of that, um, there's you know, not to bash contractors in any sort of way, but when they go out and they buy appliances or they're buying materials for outdoor kitchens, you know, at the end of the day, they have to make their money too. And they have to mark up the outdoor kitchen price or the appliance prices. And we don't like doing that. So that's why we directly manufacture our stuff because we'd rather you buy from the manufacturer versus having to go through a couple different people to get yes. a very high quality product. And, you know, you don't have to have your prices ra uh, raised due to that fact. 
Um, so it just makes it a little bit easier on our end. And then we can also control the servicing since we back all of our stuff with lifetime warranties. We want to make sure that if you ever do have an issue with one of our outdoor kitchens, we hop on it immediately. We like to get our issues resolved. We like to take those issues and learn from them as well and just make our product a little bit better. So we try to keep it all under one roof. And even for our delivery purposes as well, um, we use our own contractors for that. That way we don't have to worry about someone damaging units or, you know, driving recklessly with them in the back and having them fall over or, mm. or anything like that. So we just try to keep it under one roof. That's fantastic. That's a very, very unique uh, business, hands on. Uh, do you offer finance options and installation services? We do. We do install these. Um, I always tell people, you know, when it comes to like plumbing or gas connections, I always recommend someone that is licensed and insured to touch any of that just because we're not, we're not contractors. We're just in the, the business of mass producing outdoor kitchens that are prefabricated. Our actual outdoor kitchens don't require any codes or permits. So it kind of makes it easy on our end. They are like a turnkey solution where we have a state electrician come in and pre-wire everything. That way, when it delivers to your house, you can go ahead and just plug this into an existing outlet and it has full power top to bottom. You're typically barbecuing with one of our setups in about 45 minutes to an hour tops, um, fully functional and operational. So wow. we try to make it as easy as possible, that's but great. for any sort of like really plumbing, is. yeah, for plumbing, we do recommend someone that's licensed to come out and touch that. So we do install them. We'll put them in place, make sure they're all hooked up for you and put all the appliances in. And then we do offer uh, financing options as well. Our biggest one that I always recommend is we have uh, zero payment, zero interest for a full year. Depending on the price, you can either do $500 down or $1,000 down. But again, it's no payments, no interest for a full 12 months. There's no penalties for paying it off early. So I always advise use the bank's money, take it, fly with it. You know, uh, party now, pay later is what we say. <laughs> hey, well, that's and you can really without having to deal with contractors and permits and so putting nice. deposits and then hopefully that they will uh, follow through with everything and then waiting for inspections. You can actually uh, in a weekend have a oasis set up in your backyard. Exactly. That's what we aim for. Um, you know, no HOAs. We don't want the city in your backyard snooping <laughs> around trying to give you fines for anything small. So that's why our, our kitchens are considered modular. Or they're patio furniture. We'll just simply pick them up, set them down, plug them in, and you are ready to rock and roll. That's they great. also look built in also. Yeah. Yes, extremely. That's what we aim for is that built-in look um, for your house. We don't want it to look like an aftermarket piece. We also work with a lot of real estate agents and even we do a lot of work with contractors because they, they see how easy it is for us to be able to just come put these in place and then do the either the electrical, the gas or the plumbing connections on that end. Um, but yeah, we just, it's a turnkey solution for your backdoor outdoor living experience. Like you said, you have an oasis in your backyard with about an hour of setup. I, you mentioned uh, the charitable organizations. Can you elaborate on the commitment that the founders have? Yes, that was one of the biggest things um, when I, I first saw this company was our, our owner giving back. And he's partnered up with Kids Beating Cancer Foundation, which is a, a huge one for me big time, just because when I was actually in the pharmacy industry, I worked with pediatrics and I did a lot of chemotherapies. Um, just meaning a lot of people don't know what pediatrics is. I did chemotherapies for children. And it is a very, very stressful job. You're around parents that are, um, you know, not in the best of times. It's a very, very hard thing to do. And that was why I had to get out of the pharmacy industry because it was very morning almost. You're always up around upset families, are always dealing with these uh, different tasks and chemotherapies. And it puts a lot of stress on them. So for our owner to um, not only donate and give back to them, but put on sponsorships for their balls and, and make sure that they have the technologies and all of the medical equipment that they need in these hospitals in the Orlando area. 
uh, is just absolutely phenomenal. He's also partnered up with the Military Makeover, which is a show on Lifestyle TV. And they just recently did one in Pensacola for a five-star widow. She lost her husband in Afghanistan. And then um, during, I believe it was Hurricane Michael that hit the panhandle a few years ago, uh, they lost their home. So Military Makeover, they go in and they help remodel the homes and uh, give a new living facility for those affected. And we did one for a five-star widow. She lost her husband in Afghanistan in her home, but we replaced the full outdoor kitchen for him. Uh, we put one of our Tahiti models out back. It was a beautiful setup. So he likes to give back to those in need. And then he's also um, partnered up with UCF Athletics, which is the local college up there. And he has become the preferred sponsor for all their athletics, for the football games. So when UCF scores a touchdown, you'll see our big company up on oh. the, the screen. So he gives back to a couple different organizations and that's just, that's really huge nice. for me on my end. Uh, it's actually the first company that I've ever worked for that I am fully aware of that he um, has these donations. He gives back to these charities every single year. And that was just a, a huge selling point for me as an employee. That's not nice that you you feel that. That's really great to be able to talk about. You know, and it's built here in Florida. They have over a 110,000 square foot manufacturing facility in Orlando. Is that right? Yes, sir. That is right. And we also are building a second manufacturing facility out in Texas just to accommodate for that state. Um, and then we're building a new facility that's going to be a little bit more north of our current one. Uh, it's just a little bit more of an updated facility is all it's going to be. It's a little bit bigger as well. But yeah, we have a 110,000 square foot facility where we manufacture everything in-house. That way it's right in the backyard. We dispatch all of our servicing and deliveries right from Orlando as well. That way they're quick. Product control, every, everything. It's, it's really fantastic. When and they say they even make the stainless steel, they've really got it going on. And, do, they do the whole thing. And just like, you know, when I was talking to Riley um, over the week, uh, also started from their garage. It's oh, amazing how nice. many businesses that are successful today actually started from the idea, then following through with action right out of their garage and look at the, the giving size, back. giving back, employing over 2,000 people and keeping them employed uh, during yes. this pandemic. That Those are just uh, wonderful things about Paradise Grills. Uh, Riley, is there anything else um, that we failed to mention that you think is important um, for our listeners and our viewers uh, to know about Paradise Grills. No, you, you guys, uh, you guys touched on a lot of our, our big things. Um, you know, it's, it's, I was mainly it. You guys actually touched on just about everything that we cover. Um, there's really nothing else that I could add to that, that I could think of off the top of my head. That's fantastic. Finally, where are you located and how, what are your hours, days of operation? So we are located at 9875 South Dixie Highway, which is right where US-1 um, splits to go to the Palmetto Expressway. We're the big building right there on the corner. Um, our can't hours, miss it. Yep, you definitely can't miss it. Our hours are from 10 to 6 p.m. Uh, Monday to Sunday. So we are open seven days a week and we are open on holidays. The only holidays we are closed are going to be Thanksgiving, New Year's Day and Christmas Day. Um, but other than that, we're open 24-7 on our online website as well with paradisegrills.com. Like I said, you can go on there and actually build your outdoor kitchen out. Your dream one, you can pick different countertop options, layouts, appliance options. So we're always open on our online website 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. 
That's fantastic. We are so pleased, uh, Riley, that you joined us uh, and represented uh, Paradise Grills so professionally, so well. And go out and meet him there. Um, it, it's it, it really is fantastic. So thank you so much thank you. for That's all a, the information that you've provided us. A lot to us. know and a great company to support. Oh, yes. Anybody that, um, if you guys are listening to this or watching this, if you guys happen to stop in the showroom, just mention the scoop on Miami. We've got you set up with a huge discount already. That is fantastic. We, we, again, we are very grateful and thank you so much. I know you're open seven days a week. Um, so stop on by and check out Paradise Grills uh, there on 98th. Uh, what was the address again? It's 9875 South Dixie Highway. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Thank you, Riley. It's so nice to meet you in person. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. You bet. All right. When we come back to the scoop on Miami... We've got, go ahead, tell us who we have, Lainey. We have Amanda, Amanda Campiello. She's from the exclusive translation. So and you're going to find out over it. 200 languages. That is fantastic. When we come back to the scoop on Miami, living in Miami is living in paradise. And now you can increase the value of your home by entertaining your family and friends with your very own award-winning Paradise Grills outdoor kitchens. Manufactured to last with our eight exclusive features and lifetime warranty. Creating your backyard oasis couldn't be any easier. With their flex build system, choose your grilling system, then choose the bar system that's right for you, then personalize it with lighting, a tiki, TVs, music systems, and more. With easy financing packages and installation, you'll be inviting your family and friends just in time for summer from America's largest outdoor kitchen manufacturer. Create something special by adding an outdoor fireplace or make your home a tropical paradise with the St. Croix model or the exotic Fiji and Tahiti models. Or how about the Maui configuration? There's no contractors to deal with, no permits, just fun. Paradise Grills, 786-259-0487. Located in Pinecrest at 9875 South Dixie Highway or go online to paradisegrillsdirect.com. I'm Lainey Rada, a leading edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. I have over 35 years of experience in market cycles to bring to every transaction, and I'm still alive. When you want to see how I sell 85% of my listings and the average agent sells 40%, we need to talk. I break records, the fastest sale, the most offers, the highest price per square foot. Which one do we want to accomplish? My company includes superior quality marketing to enhance your property and the worldwide exposure, which matters in Miami. If you want to buy, I'm a Miami native. I know the area extremely well. Put my negotiating skills to work. I'm the only Laney Rada in the world, so it's easy to find me. But I'll help you. My phone number is 305-710-8558. That's 305-710-8558. Let's set up a time to talk. How are you? Como estáis? Como allez-vous? Como estás? Words represent connections. From A to Z, Exclusive Translations translates over 200 languages from Arabic to Zulu. A team of highly specialized professionals strive to know their customers, to translate ideas, not words. They manage certified translations, emergencies, video remote, and over-the-phone translations. 
total linguistic solutions for all size jobs and different unique industries. All you need to do is call the exclusive translations Amanda Campiello at 786-477-1449 at 786-477-1449. Their website is exclusivetranslations.com.br. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enak and Lady Rada. We're back. Welcome back. Here we go. Our next guest is Amanda Campello, which I'm always trepidatious about how to pronounce her name because she's Brazilian, but she'll pronounce it for us correctly. In any <laughs> language. <laughs> <laughs> she's the founder. Hi. hi, she's the founder and CEO of Exclusive Translations located here in Brickell. She has a team of highly specialized professionals translating over 200 languages. They offer total linguistic solutions, handling all size jobs and different unique industries. They strive to really know the customer. And here's Amanda to tell us all about it. Welcome. Hi, Lainey. Hi, Ernie. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Welcome aboard the Scoop on Miami. (laughs) Thank you. Nice to hear your voice. Tell us how you pronounce your last name. Well, Try to pronounce it in English. I would say Campello. Uh, in Portuguese, it's Campelo. So it's, <laughs> it sounds a bit different, but it doesn't really matter. You know, it's me. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's great. I've always been uh, challenged by Portuguese. Um, why did you decide to start a translation business? How long have you been doing this? Well, I I was born and raised in Brazil and have always loved learning different languages. So ever since I was little, uh, one of my favorite pastimes has always been translating everything that I come across from random cereal boxes, uh, chapters of books that I had to read for school, even medicine leaflets, now everything that came across, um, even day-to-day things, animals in the street or fruits or foods that I was eating, you know, I was always translating uh, to my parents, to my friends, and sometimes that was a little annoying, but um, <laughs> <laughs> because I was always like, oh, do you know how to say that in English? Do you know how to say that? And so, um, and my friends actually make fun of me because instead of watching movies and paying attention to the movies, I would always turn on subtitles and have fun listening to the audio in English and comparing to the Portuguese subtitles and grading it for accuracy. Say, hmm, <laughs> I would have had that. <laughs> so, you know, everybody's making fun of me. So it was totally natural that in 2004, while I was still in college, I started freelancing as a translator, but it was in 2017 that I decided to leave everything, you know, the corporate world behind and invest in my dream and start exclusive translation. Oh, how nice. I love to hear that cereal boxes. And that's so oh, funny. Driving everyone crazy. Everything. <laughs> uh, that's great. Then it's, it's your true nature. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. How does a person qualify to be in this type of business? What, what's your educational background? How many languages well, do you speak? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, professional translators actually come from a very diverse background. Doesn't have a, it's not, you know, doesn't have a rule for that. But some start translating during or after college. They, they can actually go uh, to college for translation. 
Mm-hmm. But others bring uh, to the translation experience that they have in the field. For example, it's not uncommon for legal translators to have been attorneys for many years, and now they they translate for the legal field, or engineers who have oh. spent you know many years as engineers, and now they bring their knowledge um, as translators. Oh. So, but it's very important that to be successful in the field, it's essential to have a combination of technical knowledge and language skills, you mm-hmm. know, which are you know vital for translating uh, special specialized texts. Mm-hmm. So, um, I usually say that being bilingual doesn't necessarily qualify someone to be a translator because. Um, you need to have the cultural experience. And also, you know, if you're translating in the medical field, you need to have medical experience uh, in some way or at least training for that. And, and so that's, that's what uh, brings curiosity for people to start translating and then really invest into that. Um, I, for example, I have a degree in travel and hospitality management. I have also studied international relations Um we focus in um, Latin American culture. I have a postgraduate degree in Portuguese and in English legal translations. And, and I have worked in several fields before actually embracing translation as my full-time career mm-hmm. and passion. Mm. Wow. I, I think that I've, I've uh, always wanted to get to know you because you are one of my friends and um, yeah. because I just love linguistics. So I just think it's so exciting that you do this. Yeah. No, it's amazing. I have always loved learning languages and, you know, Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese is my native. And I have throughout my life, I have studied English, Spanish, Italian, German, Mandarin, and now I'm learning Russian. So mm, That's a hard one. Wow. That, yeah, yes, that's a lot of things challenge. going on. Yes, for sure. So, un- yeah. Amanda, until today, I always thought that OPI stood for One Premier International, <laughs> which company. is my company. <laughs> so, tell me about OPI and VRI. Okay, OPI stands for Over the Phone Interpretation. That's one of the uh, one of the, the meanings. And VRI, Video Remote Interpretation. Hmm. Uh, there are services that were created to respond to communication needs, no matter how urgent they were. So, uh, you know, it bridges language gaps to enable effective communication, um, you know, either among multilingual individuals or even those with hearing impairments. Um, for example, uh, American Sign Language, you know, it's a language and we can interpret through VRI, through video. Right. You so, have to see the people. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yes. So unlike the traditional in-person interpretation, remote interpretation actually ensures continuity of services, um, either during localized or national events, um, severe weather, you know, disease-related quarantine when people can't really, you know, get together. So the the remote interpretation came to really help close that gap. Hmm. Interesting. Let me ask you, what are the available industries that you specialize in? Oh, the sky is really the limit here. Um, wherever there's a person or a company wishing to, to expand their reach, there's an opportunity through translation. Uh, we've been providing services and helping clients uh, scale their businesses, reaching through different audiences and around the globe. And I mostly 
I work with different different companies in different segments, but uh, we work closely with medical and healthcare, legal, financial, banking, uh, real estate field. Uh, the learning segment has been growing a lot, and you know, people and coaches reaching new markets. So it's been very interesting to to see the development of that. Uh, insurance, government agencies, travel, tourism, the list goes on and on and on and on. That is amazing. Um, is most everything translated into English or from English into the other languages? We do both ways. We okay. do both ways. So, yeah, for um, for the company in Brazil, uh, mostly things are going to uh, to foreign languages. So, but if there's a company, for example, dealing with Brazil, a company based in the U.S., uh, dealing with Brazil, we, tra we can either translate into Portuguese or, you know, they sometimes they have documents coming from the other company in China or in India and that they, they need to, they're making uh, agreements and they need to translate it to English. So we do both ways. Okay. Tell us about a unique request that you've received and um, what has been the hardest challenge? Okay. Well, unique. Well, there there have been quite a few unique <laughs> requests, but um, this one, you know, this was actually many years ago, but I remember it clearly. I was hired by a couple who met online, and this was <laughs> way before dating apps were a thing, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah, they couldn't speak each other's language. Oh, uh, she's from Brazil. How brilliant yes, that and is, he's though. From the US. Yes. So they couldn't, they couldn't really, you know, speak each other's language. And at the time, they would communicate through emails. And there wasn't WhatsApp or, you know, because they were in different countries as well. Taxing was not a thing. So it was through emails. And they hired me to translate their emails, their communications, which was very interesting. And um, today they're married. They have two beautiful children. And they joke. Yeah, they, they joke that language is no longer a barrier now because, you know, she's here in the U.S. now, you know, for years. But they were, can communicate in English. Yeah. They were really but, serious. I mean, I would never think I somebody know. would go to that extent. And thank oh, goodness know, they like, chose you because they may have broken up before they got started <laughs> if they had used like Google translation and got the wrong information out of that. <laughs> yeah, they joke a lot about it. They say that translation saved the day when only love That's could so not funny. conquer all. In that case, it could. And, you know, they really needed translation to help them communicate and you know and get to know each other and the first time they met was you know they they tell me the stories you know i really i was part of it because right. uh, it was like i was you know like intermediate there helping them communicate and everything and it was it was a blast it was very unique and that really was nice. fun at the same time that's great yeah. what a good story yeah, yeah it was story. many years ago yeah and and what and, was your hardest challenge yeah, the hardest, my personal hardest was actually, um, I was involved in the translation of an international criminal investigation. Um, this demanded very long hours, and I was working on a very dense and absolutely confidential um, process, you know, information, and it mentally drained me like never before. I spent a year working about 18 hours every single day on this project. Yeah. And it got to a point I had to call the client and request a few days off because I was just totally emotionally worn out. Wow. So it's a really, that's, really challenging that's, project. That's really taking uh, your work all the way home, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 
I, I, I just love the message that you have that you translate ideas and not words. So how many <laughs> languages can you effectively translate? What's the big number? I don't think anybody has this number. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Um, well, it may, be, it may seem contradictory, but our goal is always to deliver a final product that doesn't, quote unquote, sound like a translation. Um, and that's why we translate ideas, not words. Um, we can, we cannot just, you know, we have to, to translate the idea behind what the message wants to convey, not just the words, because words can mean many things, but the idea itself, that's unique to the message. So that's what we try to always do, to translate ideas and not words. Um, and that's important because we know when we look at some emails, we interpret them a little differently than the sender intended it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's hard to, through text or through a message, to understand what the person really meant because mm -hmm. it's hard to to get the feeling, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very hard to, sometimes it's easy to, to, to misinterpret something that the person was trying to say through a message, through text, because you cannot see, you know, uh, the facial expressions and, you know, the body language, all that really helps. So if it's hard for a person who thinks and who knows both cultures to translate that, can you imagine a machine? It's, it's even harder. So um, that's why we strive for translating ideas and not essential, not just the words. Let me ask you a question off the beaten path. How do okay. you see um, artificial intelligence, AI, um, entering mm -hmm. into your field? Well, I know a lot of translators who, who see uh, artificial intelligence with, you know, like bad eyes and not really wanting, but I, I see it differently. I, I think, you know, at least in the near future, a machine will not be able to replace a human Mm -hmm. Like in a, in a proper sense, not, uh, you know, it may in the future, I don't know, but, um, but right now I think it's an addition. I don't see, um, exactly as a competition. I see it as an addition. It can help in many ways. Um, I have clients who have requested, uh, to use machine translated, uh, machine translation actually uh into their their projects and we can do that and but it always has to be proofread and edited by professionals by a person so that's one one of the services we 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 provide as well uh usually for a large amount of work with very little time that mm. would require you know a team a large team of translators to work on it but in order to maintain consistency you know the client has chosen to to use machine translation and then human professional proofreaders and editors who are specialized in editing machine translations. So it's another field that has been opening up as well uh, for people to specialize in um, working and fixing and, you know, making it human. You know, the translation, not just a machine translation. Mm. Uh, we have a comment on the air because we're live on Facebook and it's from your uh -huh. friend and mine, Emmanuel. Oh. <laughs> yes, he says he wants to know what is the most romantic language in your opinion? Oh, my God. I, I, I also want to know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, the, you know, the language itself 
makes it romantic. I think the person speaking in when the person speaks with the heart. That's a good answer. It doesn't answer. matter, you know. Even like Russian, for example, Russian can be can sound very non-romantic. But when you speak with the heart, and when you speak, you know, put your emotions into into it, you make it romantic. It's oh, the you, delivery. You tailored that answer just for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's great. It's so nice to hear your voice. And I love to hear all about your company. I think there's just so much that people don't realize that you can do. And, and that's why we wanted yeah. to broadcast and share this with everyone. So thank you, th Lainey. Thank you yeah. so much for your time. So what is the best way to reach you? Well, I'm available on the phone. Uh, my direct number is 786 Four seven seven one four four nine can be reached through email, which is Amanda at exclusivetranslations.com.br. Don't forget the dot br. Our website is actually we have a website in the US, which is theexclusivetranslations.com, and that's T as in Thomas H E exclusivetranslations.com. And we're also on all social media, Facebook, Instagram as Exclusive Translations. Great. Fantastic. It's just great to know about. And, it, and um, I'm really happy for you. And I wish you all the continued success. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much for having me. Okay. It was fun. It was great. Mm -hmm. Have a great, great afternoon. You too. Thank you for Thank joining you. us on the Scoop on Miami. Care. I'll be in touch. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So when we come back, we are going to have Zach, Zach Hall, Hall. <laughs> remembers from Monty Hall. And um, look, uh, Minuteman Press is not about printing anymore. It's a lot more. Find out about Minuteman Press in the falls and Zach Hall. Still to come on The Scoop on Miami is the 305's hidden treasure. Still considering coming on our show? Hear what our guests have to say about us. Uh, well, before I say that, I just wanted to mention uh, your segment, Laney, on MacArthur Causeway. I spent a lot of time on the causeway and over in Watson Island, and it was very informative, and I really enjoyed the history lesson. Oh, thank uh, you. So that was, that was excellent. Hi, good afternoon. First of all, I just want to start by saying that that was a beautiful segment. Uh, very well done. Uh, thank you. Very, very nice and very accurate. Thank you. Thanks so for having much. me. Oh, it's um, it's just a thrill for us. Thank I'm you so, so much for celebrating the ball and chain and highlighting. <laughs> thank you uh, so much. The Cayocho story. But Bernie and Lainey, I just want to thank you guys for everything you're doing for the community and the podcast. I know uh, it, it's just a fantastic job that you guys are doing. And I know that you're doing this right out of the bottom of your heart to promote a small business and, and uh, you know, Miami business and Miami in general. And uh, it, it's such a uh, wonderful, it's so wonderful to be here with you today. I mean, here you are doing all this and never once have you come up to me or any of the, I guess, all the other people and asked for anything. You're just doing it uh, for the community to get out there, to get the YouTube channel going. And it's, it's just fantastic work. So thank you so much. Shopping for printing here? 
promotional products there, a logo and a website from someone else? Wouldn't it be nice to go to one place locally for all of your business marketing needs? Well, there's a place right in our own backyard that's been around for decades. Minuteman Press in the Falls. Did you know they're not just for printing anymore? From graphic design to logo to promotional materials to a website. Yes, a website. All at affordable prices, including every door direct mail. From design to the final product, get your business noticed with a complete refresh. High quality products, timely service, and competitive prices. That's what you can expect when you partner with Minuteman Press in the Falls for all of your design, printing, and marketing needs. Minuteman Press Falls. Contact them today at 305-256-6902, 305-256-6902, or go online at mmpfalls.com or pay them a visit at 8850 Southwest 129th Terrace in the Falls area of Miami. From this moment on, consumers will expect it and sellers will demand it. Cinematic video walkthroughs for all of your listings. Professional photography, cinematic video walkthroughs, on-camera video tours, and professional voiceover narration. I'm Ernie Emad, head of BlueHourStudios.com. Blue Hour Studios is a progressive visual and audio powerhouse producing high-end video and audio productions. Become an expert in your field with a professionally produced podcast from our studio in Coral Gables. Call Blue Hour Studios today to elevate your image and voice. BlueHourStudios.com With hundreds of brokerages, thousands of agents, how do you cut through all the noise? One Premier International Realty, a boutique real estate brokerage located in Coral Gables, doing business the old-fashioned way, putting people first. Buying, selling, or leasing residential and commercial properties in Miami-Dade, Broward, and Monroe counties? One Premier International provides each customer a high level of service and communication experience with full-time agents from around the world bringing their unique sense of business skills and a foreign customer base. One Premier International Realty. You've heard of private banking, now experience private brokerage, a higher level of service and knowledge. One Premier International Realty, 305-669-0233 or go online to www.onepremierinternational.com. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enad and Lady Rada. Welcome back to The Scoop on Miami. We're live every Friday at Scoop on Miami on Facebook. So thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel, to like our channel, and to leave your comments. And thank you for those that have been leaving comments. I've tried to, to post some of them. I couldn't get to all of them. And I'll make sure that I'm more careful at looking at those comments and make sure that I post them on the air uh, so that people can read them. We're always multitasking over here. Absolutely. So our next guest is 
a business owner, small business owner. That's what we're here for, is to help broadcast your services and your products. His name is Zach Hall, and he is the owner of Minuteman Press in the Falls, and he's been there for 19 years. He's the owner of Minuteman Press, and when you think about Minuteman Press, don't think about just uh, printing business cards and flyers, because there are a lot more. Good afternoon, Zach. Good afternoon, Ernie hey, and Lainey. Zach. Thank How you, are you? Thank hey, you for joining. Yes, We're doing very well. Thank you for waiting for us. We, you know, we try to schedule it pretty tight. Mike, that's that's great. It's my pleasure to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Absolutely. So, tell us your personal story, both professional as well as your personal hobbies. Okay. Well, I can go back right, right to the beginning, I suppose. I grew up in North Alabama. I was very active in scouts, church, uh, school, you know, the normal 1960s, 1970s stuff. Um, was an AFS exchange student to Chile in 1975, which if you're familiar at all with uh, Chilean history, you'll know that was a couple of years after the uh, overthrow of uh, Allende. Very interesting times. Yes. Uh, that got me interested in international business. Uh, well, international affairs, I should say, I already had an interest in, in business. And mm-hmm. so, um, that took me to, uh, you know, undergraduate degree in business and a graduate degree in international business in, at, uh, South Carolina, University of North Alabama undergrad and South Carolina masters. Uh, part of that was an internship in Brazil where I learned Portuguese. Uh, well, I actually learned Portuguese in South Carolina and met my wife. And then, um, that took me to a career in international business. Uh, I worked for some uh, large multinationals in the chemical, pharmaceutical, food, travel business, travel technology. That last one, the travel technology business, is what brought me here to, uh, and my family, in the early 90s, uh, just after Andrew. That's quite a route. That's that's yeah. that's interesting for sure. Bit. Yes, great. <laughs> Absolutely. What made the decision for you to go into corporate America and be uh, from corporate America and become an entrepreneur? Well, the entrepreneurial bug was kind of with me all along. You know, my dad was a small business owner uh, in the insurance business for many years, and uh, you know, as a kid growing up, I was in. Uh, I raised uh, cattle. Uh, my brother had some other animals. My uh, sister was into. Uh, uh, equestrian uh, activities and so forth. And then um, I also painted houses as a, as a kid, but uh, mm-hmm. the uh, international business uh, took me to, or the international business degree took me into the, to the multinational uh, arena. That was just kind of the natural progression. But the travel business that brought me here to Florida uh, decided to make a as unusual move. They decided to better serve their Latin American customers by moving the, um, Miami office, the Latin American headquarters office to Chicago. Um, that's actually what their press release said, but, uh, didn't make sense to me then. And I'd been in Chicago and my other option was Denver. Didn't want to go there. So I decided to take my chances and stay here in, in Miami and see what I could scare up as far as work was concerned. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting time there. This was right, uh, you know, in the, in 1999 and 2000 and, we dodged a bullet. If I'd taken the, an opportunity they offered uh, at the travel company to move to Denver, we probably would have been uh, moving there just in time for my daughter to be a freshman at Columbine High School. Mm. So of course, you know what happened there. Right. And so we uh, literally dodged a bullet. Uh, 
Uh, wow. We talked that. this week that you've been uh, ahead of the curve uh, with an angel on each of your moves. Um, uh, that's a pretty good way to put it. You know, some things, you know, some things happen just for the best. And that was certainly one of them. Um, but right. that, uh, I'm sorry. Important. No, it's good. nice to hear Absolutely. that. Absolutely. My, what, uh, one of my colleagues, uh, at, uh, also decided to leave the company at the time. And, uh, he got into a software business and, uh, got me involved with him. And then we then took nine, nine 11 happened. And we happened to be in uh, Venezuela at the time. And basically the business, uh, was obliterated in the next, uh, you know, week. There was nothing left of it with what we were doing. The contracts we had were canceled. Nobody was going to pay us for the ones we'd done. So, uh, we started looking for other things, and um, this buddy of mine had somebody interested in uh, in opening a, up a chain of Kinkos in uh, Venezuela. And uh, long story short, that didn't work out, and he didn't get in the business, but I did. So uh, here we are. <laughs> and not in Venezuela. That would have been a government-owned and- business now. Exactly. Exactly. I was quite pleased that it didn't uh, didn't work out in in uh, in Venezuela. But I I started doing the research, and um, one of the reasons why I got involved with Minuteman Press is because of of the companies I spoke to. The first thing that impressed me was that they got back to me within an hour of my initial contact. Wow. Called and said, "Hey, I'm looking for some information," and. Within an hour, somebody was on the phone with me, uh, and we set up an appointment for that same afternoon. And so they're just Johnny on the spot. Uh, and this Minuteman business is is true. <laughs> we do things quickly. <laughs> well, uh, oh, that's great! Yes, I, I, I think the Minuteman uh, it's been around for more than uh, forty years or something like that. That's correct. It started in the mid seventies as a a local print shop in uh, in on Long Island. Uh, The founder there. saw that it was a good idea and he started perfecting things and opened up a few more shops and finally started franchising. And Minuteman Press International is the, the largest uh, franchise print business in, in the world, really. There's, we have like 700 locations, uh, 750, I think, in the U.S. and another 200 or so um, in other countries, the U.K., Canada, uh, Australia, and South Africa. Well, we know that Minuteman Press says printing, but as I found out, you guys do a lot more than printing. We absolutely do. Uh, the, the, that's our bread and butter, you know, what we were, we're founded on, and we still do We do quite a lot of that. That's, that's, I don't want to discount that at all. But we do basically anything that you might think needs to have an image on it. Uh, and I'll probably try to convince you that, that it needs an image on it if you think it doesn't. Um, because <laughs> part, partly because that's what I do, but the, <laughs> you know, I look around at everything that we do and use in our businesses really helps to communicate who we are as a business. It's part of our messaging. Uh, so, so you have a consistent, uh, image in front of your, your target audience, your target market, whether it's just the name or it's the, uh, uh, the logo, the colors, all of that's very important. Uh, and we put it on everything, even forms that we use internally. Uh, sometimes something that's written on that form serves as a reminder to me that, hey, I need to mention a particular item to, to somebody that, that they might need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do, uh, you know, we do the postcards, we do business cards, forms, um, a lot of promotional items for anything from, you know, pens and pencils to 
wearables, uh, ball caps, shirts, uh, cooler bags like uh, lunch bags, uh, mm-hmm. briefcases, even face masks. And we just this week delivered some uh, oh, face yes. shields to some folks. Oh, yes. So, Lots of things have uh, have images on it, and lots of things could have images on it. Mm-hmm. And all of them can be used to help uh, get your message out there. We know the importance and of having impressions. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what we like to say, that printers make good impressions. And uh, <laughs> that's, uh, well, I, I will admit that we, we have printed some ugly stuff before, but that was not our fault. <laughs> that was our <laughs> Hey, right. Somebody else designed it. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, we try to, you know, we, we try to steer customers away from something that we, that's not going to, we will print it beautifully regardless of the design. <laughs> uh, that's, we will, we will make it look as best as it, as it possibly can be. But most of the time people do take our advice about, uh, they come to us because, uh, they believe rightly that we know what we're doing mm-hmm. and, uh, and we do. So we, we try to, but we want to make sure we fit in with what their real needs are. So that's our first option. The first uh, step is to understand what the, what the customer is looking to do, what their objective is. Um, I sometimes think I may annoy people by asking too many questions uh, at the outset, but the idea is to understand them and understand where they're trying to go so that I actually can help get them there as opposed to, uh, you know, taking them on some long circuitous path to, to some other place. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are some of the small business services or, or the products that you provide that, well, that would help a business communicate and market and re-engage because, you know, we've been like having this downtime and then to get back in and, and have an upswing and, you know, for the challenges that we've been through recently. Well, that's, that's a very good question. It's something we, we spend a lot of time working on now. One of the best ways uh, is with what uh, a program from the Postal Service called EDDM or Every Door Direct Mail. It's kind of a subset of uh, of uh, direct mail marketing. But the nice thing about this one is that the postage is real inexpensive, and uh, there, no list is required. You know, we can we help people with get, getting mailing wow. lists or using their own list if they have, and there and that's a very good way to go uh, for the right uh, products and services. But to just get your message out to the broadest uh, population and the, at the least uh, expense would be the every door direct mail. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a saturation mailing, basically. You, you uh, mail to an entire uh, carrier route. Oh, okay. And that's, that's the primary uh, limitation on it is that you have to mail at least one route. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't more than, mail more than 5,000 pieces a day. Okay. But... Uh, the postage is only 19 cents, 19.1 cents a piece uh, compared to 55 cents for a first class stamp. Okay. So, and you can, uh, you can mail uh, most any size. There's, there are a lot of size restrictions and so forth. And, and uh, we, after understanding what the customer is trying to do, we'll help uh, determine the appropriate size and, and to meet the customer's budget because all of them have uh, different impacts and so forth and um, there are different costs. Okay, that's uh, as far as the printing is concerned. 
That's great to hear about. Um, we're, you know, we're realtors and we don't know about all these things. So that's why we have our guests. We're, we're, we have our own selfish reasons. I just had on your on the screen, you're running a special on Every Door Direct Mail right now. And I was just running yes, that special. Are. If you want to mention that special, because if you're a realtor um, or any type of business, it's important to re-engage with your consumers. At least let your customers know that you're open for business, what your hours are, and a good way to reach other uh, biz, uh, other homeowners or, or other uh, addresses, other potential customers very economically and reasonably, yes. without having mm-hmm. to deal with bulk mailing and so forth. So tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about that. That's really important, Ernie. You can't, uh, you, these days, you can't tell people enough that you're open. Like we, we've been doing a lot of that. You it's still get people say, oh, I just want to make sure you're open. And I've been guilty of calling people to make sure of that myself before I go visit them. But the every door direct mail package that we offer right now is $374, which is a real bargain when you consider that it includes a thousand postcards, uh, six and a quarter by nine. That's one of the, the po- most popular sizes and postage as well as design. Um, that's, uh, the, the, the postcards by themselves without any design or anything, uh, are, are around $250, $260 by themselves. And the postage is another 119. So it, you can see very quickly that's a that's a, a bargain, and we're including up to an hour's worth of, of design time in that, which is generally way more than what's necessary uh, for the average uh, postcard. Yeah, real, realistically, but, if you go to any of these other places, you can spend as much as 175 dollars just for them to design the card that they're going to be sending out. That's a great savings. Mm-hmm. That is. That's one of the things that we find that a lot of places that advertise the, the real uh, cheapo prices, if you will, uh, will come and hit you pretty hard for the design. And, you know, we we try to be as fair as we can on the uh, you know, on the design work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we charge $100 an hour, which I think is quite reasonable. Very and good. we work as efficiently as we possibly can because nobody likes to spend money on design. They like to spend it on the product that's going they're going to put out the door. And that's where we'd rather them spend most of their budget. But that said, design is real important. As you know, I know you, you know a lot about design, Ernie, and, and, uh, and communicating. And that's what a good design does is communicates uh, quickly, briefly, succinctly, mm-hmm. almost, I should probably choose a different word than something. Effectively. I'm having a hard time saying that here. (laughs) Wrong design, wrong message, doesn't get any results, and then they blame the printer. Well, exactly. Well, that's one reason why I I made a mention of, of, you know, we would print ugly. I actually have refused to print things for people because because it was going to look bad. And, and, and if they really insisted that that's what they wanted to print, I'd say, look, okay, you've got to promise you, first of all, you're going to pay me up front and you're going to sign a statement here that says, I understand, I've been told it's going to be ugly <laughs> and I won't complain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because they, they, you know, years ago I had somebody who, I, it took me three weeks before I finally gave in and I still printed the job for him. And the first thing we got is, well, it's ugly. <laughs> As promised was my response. And, <laughs> You know, he didn't, uh, he didn't, uh, have that problem again. That's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, we have a lot of packages, a lot, a lot of opportunities out there. We try to not to compete on price. We have to be competitive for sure. But our main focus is making sure we're bringing the value 
uh, that people need. It's the return on investment. It doesn't matter how much you spend if it doesn't yield the results that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Zach, tell me about Bounce Back Miami, because I know that um, you and Minuteman Press gives back to the community. Tell us about that. That is true. That's a, that is a grassroots initiative that started with one of our uh, colleagues uh, in Tennessee that uh, came up with the idea and started and created a, a website, which Minuteman International picked up and expanded on a little bit and made it available to the, the entire network. And it's, uh, it's actually, there's a bounce back USA and there's a bounce back program for every country that, in which we operate. But bounce back Miami is our local uh, website. It's free, absolutely zero cost, very simple to use for you to go. Any business owner can go on there and uh, place an ad uh, there's a little form to fill out. You put your information up there, upload your logo or, or another image and uh, the offer that you want to make. And we'll get that, uh, review it and maybe tweak it a little bit to make it look uh, most attractive on the site and post it. That's and fantastic. It, that's, that's another no way for call. small businesses to um, uh, get out there and market themselves with no cost. That's correct. And it's, uh, and every, if everybody promotes it, everybody that puts their business up there, uh, promotes it as well to their own circle of uh, influence, their own sphere of influence, uh, then that many more people will see it. It becomes a service to the community as well to the, to the consumer. Yes. Uh, because, you know, most of these businesses, not all, but most of the businesses that we post up there are people that we do business with, uh, already. And a lot of them we know and recommend anyway. Um, but, you know, the more people refer others, you, know, you can go out and buy something with confidence, whether it's a restaurant or a, or a service, uh, somebody to cut your trees or mow your grass or, you know, paint your house, whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, yep. No, I was just going to say, it's a, it's a great program. We're having a lot of success. It's very popular uh, around the country. And, and, you know, for example, there may be businesses here in Miami that have uh, affiliates in other communities around Florida or around the country. And those communi- communities can also uh, be represented, represented. For example, if you're in, you know, Texas, or so go to the Bounce Back USA site, click on Texas, pick your city and, and, uh, you know, input your information. Yeah, that's fantastic. You can also go to the scoop on Miami.com. We're going to have a link to bounce back Miami.com uh, as well as to Minuteman press the falls. Um, so you'll be able to get uh, information on Minuteman and, and go right and link right onto their website and get some services from them. Um, in closing, Zach, is there anything that we failed to mention or is there anything that you want to bring up um, to our listeners and viewers? Well, no, I just, that I think that it's important for people to recognize what you all are doing. Um, it's a lot of, as I was thinking about coming on today, I was thinking that a lot of what you're doing it, with this podcast is, is promoting small business and shop local. It's something that we do all the time. That's, that's really what uh, drives our business. Uh, we have some large business customers, but we have a lot of small business customers and we also work with individuals as well. But it's really uh, making sure that we're we're working our own community, and mm-hmm. uh, that that's what we're about. You know, Minuteman Press was started as a family business. We're a family-owned business, and uh, you know, there's uh, the more we can do locally for each other, the better off we'll be. And you know, as you mentioned before, as far as our products and services, you know, if it has an image on it, 
uh, we can help you. If it doesn't have an in- image on it, we'll convince you that it does. Uh, whether it's a sign, a poster, website, uh, you know, the, the flags, you, know, you name it, we well, can we can help you out. We love your message. We uh, we have it posted on on the screen right now. Supporting Great. local businesses. We are local. We support local. We shop local. We serve local. This means your dollars stay local. So I love that mm-hmm. message. And, and, and it's a, it's a wonderful story. And we thank you so thank much, you. Zach Hall, for sharing yes. Minuteman Press in the Falls with us today. Thanks for, thanks it's, for sharing and, and uh, all the diversity of, of your background and all the things that you can do for everyone. It's fantastic. Well, thanks so much for the opportunity, Ernie and Laney. I really do appreciate it. It's a great service uh, and a very interesting podcast. I've listened to several or several more that I still need to listen to. <laughs> well, don't forget to listen to yours. <laughs> I will. That's, uh, that's, that's, I'll probably be embarrassed by it. Oh, no. Listening to myself. It's beautiful. It was a wonderful you. experience, and thank you so much. And thank you, You're Zach. quite welcome. We'll thank you both. You bet. That's Minuteman. Okay, have a great rest of the day. You bet. That's Minuteman it. Press in the Falls. There website is mmpfalls.com. So thanks, Zach Hall, for being on the program today. And we are headed now to the 305's hidden treasure. Uh, Lainey, what's today's hidden treasure? I think it's very hidden. I, I, I rarely find anyone that knows about this, this uh, place. And as hidden as it is, we have someone right here in our office right now that spends several days every year in that hidden treasure. Uh, and his <laughs> name is Paolo Simonetti. And he's going to be listening to okay. uh, this week's hidden treasure <laughs> from Lenny Rada. <laughs> And now it's time for the 305, the 305 Hidden Treasures, Hidden Treasures with Lainey Rada. There's a famous botanical plant explorer who traveled throughout Southeast Asia and its regions collecting exotic plants. The great globe traveler is Dr. David Fairchild. He introduced 30,000 plant species and varietals to our country. Fairchild introduced candle fruit, peanut butter fruit, cocoa plums, 50 varieties of mangoes, and numerous species of trees studied all over the world by scientists. Most know the 83-acre botanical Fairchild Garden he founded, but few know of his winter home. Many don't know it exists and even less know the history of it. Today's hidden treasure is the Kampong. It's located at 4013 South Douglas Road in Coconut Grove. Fairchild named it Kampong. It is a Malay or Javanese word for enclosed village. The nine-acre estate used to neighbor many others across this part of Biscayne Bay. This is the only intact estate left. Originally owned by one of the first settlers in the 1800s, Jack Peacock opened the first hotel there named Bayview Inn. Other large properties like these are now Carrollton School, Ransom School, and the Barnacle. Fairchild was married to one of Alexander Graham Bell's daughters. At first sight, she fell in love with the setting of the Kampong and insisted they own it. They lived there until their deaths in 1954 and 1962. Her sister lived on the estate next door. 
Her sister was married to Gilbert Grosvenor. He was considered the father of photojournalism. Grosvenor was the first editor of National Geographic magazine. After Fairchild's death, a botanist and preservationist named Catherine Sweeney bought the Kampong. There are only five preserved National Tropical Botanical Gardens. The other four are in Hawaii. The mainland campus is used as a living classroom for botany and horticulture of universities and colleges, popular for plants enthusiasts, as you can imagine. Most of my childhood family movies were taken with a Super 8 camera with Fairchild Gardens as a backdrop. My aunt sent me a fantastic book called Fruits of Eden, written by Amanda Harris. I'm recommending it because I can assure you, you will be stunned at how many of your favorite fruits are available to you because of Fairchild. The house is open with a reservation by appointment only. At the moment, it's open to Gables and Grove residents. In July, it'll be open to everyone else. It's also a beautiful setting available for private parties and weddings. A must-see on any trip to Coconut Grove. <laughs> Welcome back to the scoop on Miami, the Campong. What a great um, uh, segment! Uh, really, uh, it's a it's a real true hidden treasure because behind you, some big gates, beautiful gates, um, but all the traffic there all the time that right. you can really drive by and and, and forget yeah. uh, what a paradise that little uh, mm -hmm. uh, place is. Mm -hmm. Definitely, and it's gorgeous. So we've come to the end of another Scoop on Miami, and let me go ahead and uh, make sure that uh, I do a quick camera switch. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for joining uh, every single week on the Scoop on Miami. We're at the Scoop on Miami on Facebook, and shortly it will be converted to a podcast on iTunes. But always go to scooponmiami.com, and you'll be able to see all of our guests there and our guest pages. It links to their business. So go ahead and support our local businesses and guests and we want to continue to broadcast your business and services as the voice to small businesses in Miami and we're glad that you're here every single week and next week some more small businesses with some mm -hmm. great starts tell us a little bit yeah I just want to say that we're always looking for small businesses and we're calling and we're leaving you messages check your messages Absolutely. and uh and and emails or Instagram wherever we're, we're tracking you down because we we like to support certain types of businesses that you know we think that you're helping the community and anybody that needs help at all we're just trying to stay local and bring a presence to you. So next week mm -hmm. we have freebie which is a really neat little service that is in a lot of big cities and and we think that people might not understand how you can use it it's so, electric yeah we're gonna have john, we use it here all the time in our office yeah we're gonna have john janus for a freebie to talk to us about that and we're also gonna have cindy hudson who is a fantastic chef that owns ortonique on the mile which has been there for many years and we look forward to hearing from her and that's a great restaurant. Uh, we have agents here that frequent that restaurant all the time. And I, they I, love their, what is it, Paolo, the jerk chicken? <laughs> Yeah, they have a um, unique menu. and He's I've, even tried to recreate it. I remember one week he went to a <laughs> grocery store down the line, bought all the ingredients, and he continues to go back to Ortonique because 
unrecreatable. Well, I've had clients give me a gift card for dinner there because uh, people really enjoy the experience there. So. And you can take the freebie right from our office That's there. That's true. So it's a, it, it's a great time. Yes. So uh, anything else, Lainey? Uh, that's all we've got for today. And we'll see you next week. Fantastic. We'll see you guys next week on The Scoop on Miami. We hope you were entertained, informed, enriched, and proud to live in Miami. We have come to the end of another episode of The Scoop on Miami with your host, Ernie Emad, broker, owner of One Premier International Realty, and Lainey Rada, a leading-edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. Thank you for riding alongside our journey. If you know of a special person doing wonderful things in our community or want your business featured, visit thescooponmiami.com and contact us. Find The Scoop on Miami on iTunes. Subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. While there, leave a comment. We'd love to know what you think. And now you have The Scoop on Miami.